another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless. Welcome to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. We are very excited for today. It's going to be nothing but content. And uh, we're going to be talking about real estate investing on autopilot. And um, yeah, it's just going to be tremendous. So, Terry, what is going on, brother? What's going on, man? Glad How you doing? To be. I'm, I'm doing great. Um, been on vacation for almost two months now. So, um, things are good. Things are good. Yeah, so you are traveling the whole summer, correct? I mean, this is, you, you've done this for a few years in a row now. You take the whole family out. Yep, this is the fourth year in a row that we've been able to do it. We're getting better and better at it every single year, meaning we work less and less on vacation. That's right. Yeah, so, so my kids, as soon as they get out of school for the summer, usually that week or a week later, we end up uh, taking off and just going somewhere traveling and we come back a week before they have to go back to school, get them all ready and acclimated, and they go and travel. So far, it's been the U.S. and a couple uh, Caribbean destinations that they've that they've been to over the last uh, couple of years. They went on a cruise. We went on a cruise one year. We went to uh, uh, Mexico the last couple of years, and as well as Jamaica. So I love it, man. So yeah. that's some like that's some real goals, some inspiration. I love it. So that's some real financial freedom as well as uh, time freedom, which is huge. So yeah. for anybody that doesn't know you out there, do you mind kind of giving a background of who you are, where you come from, and uh, you know what you're yeah. what you're working on today? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, for if you don't know me, my name is Terry Thayer. Um, I'm with Thayer Homes in Raleigh, North Carolina. That's my building company. Uh, I am a licensed general contractor. I've been in the business now. Uh, well, hold on. Let me back up for a minute. I've been in the business my entire life. I grew up as a uh, second-generation contractor or, or carpenter. Sorry, um, been a, you know had my tool belt on and was out there doing carpentry work and and all that stuff for years until I went off on my own. I got licensed in 2002 and I've uh, been doing this ever since and just got better at it uh, after the crash once I started doing some financial education and uh, taking my business to the next level and learned how to streamline and automate it. Um, our our company is uh, based out of Raleigh, North Carolina. We build in Raleigh and Durham, North Carolina. So that's our active income. Um, I have uh, several rental properties. I have a few partnerships with uh, some people on some duplex single families, as well as we're getting ready to close on 121 units with a couple partners up in Columbus, Ohio, which we're really freaking super excited about. That's just been a journey trying to get that thing to the closing table. Yeah. And we are finally just a couple of weeks away. So this will be our first uh, big project that we're going to be putting, putting together. And then, of course, we have Tab Retreat. Um, if, you don't, if you don't know what Tab Retreat is, Tab stands for the absolute best. It also stands for uh, myself and my partners, which is Terry Anthony Bob. Um, that's kind of how it started, but we were like, okay, Tab. And then, you know, we are like, okay, that was corny. 
what can, what can tab really be? And so yeah. tab turned into be the absolute best uh, retreat. So we have a, we have a podcast as well um, that's getting ready to launch here soon. The, our next uh, event is September 22nd to 29th. Uh, we're actually running a special rate this minute this week um, as well as uh, yeah. So it's, it's in Jamaica. We're running a special this week, but if you reach out to Brandon, he might be, have a way of being able to, uh, to hook you up if you want to come. But basically what that is, let me talk about Tab Retreat real quick. Tab Retreat was um, an idea that was created in the pool while I was drinking, I think, a margarita. <laughs> I don't drink them too often, but I remember this one particular time my wife got me into this margarita thing and I had heartburn every single night because fruity drinks just kill me. <laughs> We're sitting in a pool, or I'm sitting in a pool, like leaning up against the edge, and she's sitting on a, on a beach chair. And I said to her, I was like, wouldn't it be pretty freaking cool if we can get like a couple of hundred real estate investors all to a place like this? and just be networking and then do some educational pieces, but not make it, you know, the typical event where you're in basically, I call it the classroom or the event space or whatever you want to call it. I call it in a classroom, like you're in the classroom for eight, 10, 12 hours a day, right? And you're just getting hammered and you're exhausted by the time you get out of there that your only chances of networking are that little bit of time before the event starts, um, lunch, and then if you have the energy to go out to you know, meet somebody for dinner, then you do that. But really, you don't get a chance to really get to know people. And some of my biggest, best partnerships, best deals, best relationships, best lifelines, all that has, has come from attending these events and meeting with somebody because of networking. And I would just feel robbed after every single event that I didn't get to meet enough people. Right, so, because I'm over there paying attention. I'm I'm over there writing notes. I'm doing all this stuff. And to be honest with you, I have two booklets, full 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 notebooks of notes from all the years, all the different events that I've been to. And I think I probably open that book up once every four or five months. And I'm like searching through, trying to remember something that somebody said. And you know what was it? And you know there was a website I wrote down, or that that's it. So my point to that is like the classroom's great. It's great for getting information. It's like listening to a podcast, listening to an audio book or reading a book or whatever, but it's just, you know, you get that information and it's, it's the heat of the moment type of situation. So we've taken our, our event and flipped it instead of being 80% in the classroom, 20% networking, we go 20% in the classroom, 80% networking, and just have some real big relationship building awesome things happen. And one of my biggest partnerships, um, this 121 units came from networking at an event and now we're partners on this big deal. I love it. Yeah. I love how you just flip it around because it, it's so true, you know, at all these events, you know, I, I see so many people that are just dying to go around and, and speak with somebody and build those connections because that's where it's really at. And, um, and that's where you'll grow the most as well, just from that learning as you're, you know, taking action within yeah. the the education as well as uh, the relationships built. So very cool. I love how you flip that around and then you guys are doing it in tropical areas, which is always nice. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, it, it's fun. It's nice. It's uh, yeah, pretty cool. So yeah, I mean, the whole eighty twenty rule, we just yeah. kind of applied it to this event as well, and it's just been. Uh, I mean, some people have had some major breakthroughs, and the, I, I would say the only other big thing that's completely different in our event than other events is that, like for example, the last big big event that I went to was the Ten X Growth Con in Vegas, right? And I had a VIP ticket that I paid extra for because you're supposed to be able to mingle with the speakers and different. Yeah, you might be able to walk up to a speaker and be like, hey, can I get a quick picture with you? <laughs> That's not mingling with the damn speakers. Yeah, yeah. You know, he also sold, you know, in that particular event, I mean, Grant takes everything to the next level. There was probably a thousand, fifteen hundred, maybe even more people that had a VIP ticket. So they're they're all mingling. You can't get close to these people. Of and they're really they're there, they go on stage. They're there that day and they're gone. Yeah, right? they're our, trying to get out of there. They're exactly. not. Our, our event is truly, we, we keep it to a minimum. We're not ever going to have more than 250 people is probably where I think that we will ever cap it because that keeps it personable. It keeps it to where the speakers can, they're going to be with us all week long and you get to mingle and, and talk to them and you know just pick their brains and you know, a lot of the, the networking that I've done in the past, Brandon, honestly, it's like I'll talk to somebody and it may not be relevant to what I'm doing at that particular moment, but I get to know that person and, and create that relationship. And maybe it's they're a guru at whatever, whatever the situation is. And then like six months later, I run into that situation and yeah. I'm like, who do I know? that knows this and it's like a lifeline like boom I, you know I, i've been talking to this person i met them at this event and it's um to me it's always been life-changing to meet the right people and be around the right people of course help me get to where i am today yeah i love it cool so let's talk about uh you know real estate in general why real estate for you um, I don't know that I had much of a choice. Not that I had much of a choice. I mean, this is just like, I was literally born into real estate. When I say by born into, I wasn't born into the investing part of it. As a matter of fact, I'm, I mean, my dad did some investing, of course, um, with stuff that he did, but never was it anything that I learned from him. Um, I grew up, like I said, I was a second generation carpenter by trade or became a carpenter by trade. And I, at three years old, I have pictures of me on, you know, scaffolding. So like being in the housing industry is all I've ever known. And it became easy to me because that is what I knew. And, but I liked a little bit more than that. I liked more of the business aspect of it and the entrepreneurial part of it. And to be able to get out there and sell, like selling. I really like talking to people and, and, the sales part of it and the business end of it. Okay. So that's once and plus I beat myself up quite a bit. My knees are shot and I just can't get into spaces like I used to be able to get into. And I was thinking to myself in my, you know, mid twenties, I'm like, man, I can, I love doing this. I love being a carpenter, love creating things, but you know what? In 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 40 years from now, I'm not going to be able to do this. So yeah. what am I going to do to set myself up? For, for my future and then also make it so that I don't have to trade dollars for, or hours for dollars. Yeah, of course. I love it. So let's talk about, I mean, from where you've started to where you are now and all the success that you've had, 
how are you able to go on these long vacations throughout the whole summer, spend time with your family and really have your business on autopilot? It's putting systems in place, going to events, learning from people. And I'll tell you where the journey started. Um, so like I said, I, I've been a licensed general contractor building houses since 2002, right? But it was more or less a, a job that I owned at that time. And it was just, there was never, um, there was no chance of ever being able to do what I do now the way I did it before, if that makes sense. Okay. So my first, um, my first uh, introduction to financial education was through Fortune Builders about, I don't know, five, five years ago, five and a half years ago or something. And it was put a tailspin and just changed everything about me. And then I started coaching for them and we went to a mastermind and it was a mastermind for all the coaches. Right. And I'm at that event and I'm sitting there watching some of these coaches stand up and they're talking about how well, this one particular person uh, that really changed everything. She's talking about she has a business in Florida. She lives in San Diego or lives in California. I can't remember if it was San Diego or, or what, what the deal was. She lives in California and she was going on a month long trip bicycling through the mountains of California and I was just, and she had her business going and all this stuff. And I'm just like thinking to myself at that particular time, both my wife, Christy and I were working probably 80 to a hundred hours a week. I mean, it was insane. Plus had, you know, two kids at home. Um, I have a third older child from a previous, he wasn't there at the time or I mean, he was mostly with his mother, but you know, we have two kids at home trying to do the, our business. And I'm like, I envy that and I, I need to figure out how to do that. And so it just became an obsession to me to figure out how to get more things done, build teams, build systems, be able to hire the right people so that I can live my life and own my business instead of my business owning me. Yeah. And it, it became a massive obsession for me. And from that day forward, I left that mastermind. I came home. I had 16 guys working for me as far as they were on my payroll, carpenters, all these trucks, van, uh, trucks, trailers, equipment, tools. And I came home that day and I fired every single one of them because you know what? They were just sucking the life out of me. Anyhow, they weren't making me money. They were just I me mean, complaining about everything, not, you know, hitting, doing things at the highest level like they, they should be doing. And it just, it, it didn't, didn't matter. They weren't doing anything for me except for, I felt like I was just managing people. Yeah. So I fired all of them. I sold all my trucks, trailers, equipment, tools, and I figured out the outsourcing game. Mm. And so it became an obsession. And so now I've been able to put systems together and, and, and even training programs and coaching and consulting on how to hire A players, how to hire these teams to be able to excel your business and different systems and all that stuff. And it just everything, it just runs by itself now. Okay, awesome. Can you, do you mind like going like a little bit further into detail of like what the portfolio looks like currently or what kind of things you have in the mix? Oh yeah, absolutely. So with our new builds, um, we have somewhere around 70, um, 70, 70 going, yeah, 70 going on right now. So they might be, 
finished on the market, you know, about ready to sell, close. They might be in permitting. They might be uh, being built, you know, footers or framing or the finished stages. But we have 70 homes. So seven zero. Seven zero. Somewhere around 70 going on right now currently. I counted that a few weeks ago. I know some things have changed. We bought some, we sold some. So I'm not sure exactly where we're at, but we were at, um, we were just shy of 70 at that particular point. Now that's a business. That's crazy. I feel like that to be doing 70 new builds, is this all in one particular area or all nationwide? No, no, this is all in one area. This is, so we're considered wow. a mid-sized regional builder um, in, the, in the triangle is what they call it. So Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill is what they call the triangle. Um, so we have, I would say the majority of our business right now is in Durham. We have uh, the second highest is, probably, is, is definitely in Raleigh. And then we started venturing out to do some million dollar homes. I know you're in San Diego and million dollar homes are an everyday thing, but in Raleigh, North Carolina, million dollar homes, a big deal. It's a, you know, four to 6,000 square foot home, you know, decked out really nice home and we ventured into uh that's ventured back into that space uh just recently and we're pulling uh the first one out of the ground as we speak and getting ready to start on the second one as well i love it that's crazy so how long have you been in north carolina so i moved to north carolina 23 and a half years ago or almost 24 years now january will be 24 years so 23 years i've been in uh, north carolina i left from Upstate New York, Rochester, New York. Um, glad I got out of there. It was a great place to grow up. It's a great place to go back in July and August. Yeah. Let me highlight because yeah. um, you won't see me up there in the winter. Winter at all, it's freezing. So yeah, it's a great place to go up. Great food. Great. I mean, they have the lake up there. It's beautiful. But yeah, um, <clears throat> love North Carolina. And to be honest with you, it, it's I'm starting to get. Uh, so I'm getting to the point where I'm just, I'm ready to move away from North Carolina, especially being over here on the West coast for the last month and literally driving from Seattle to San Diego down to one and the one Oh one and seeing the entire coast. Like it is so gorgeous. I want to be there. I want to have a nice house on the side of a cliff somewhere. Look overseeing that, but I just can't get over the taxes here, man. <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> just make more, right? Yeah, man. There's opportunity everywhere out here. Yeah, yeah, bro. Real estate investors, we we have write-offs for days. You're good. Maybe maybe I need to live like five and a half months here and six and a half months somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> so then call that my residence, and this is my part time. That's right. No. So, as far as your construction business goes, uh, you're very hands off. Obviously, you've learned to leverage a ton. How many? I guess your upper level of management how many people are really running things for you over there so we pretty much just hire a manager type role uh people in our company we're not hiring technicians and i guess what i what i mean by technicians like we're not hiring carpenters anymore we're not hiring punch guys or anything like that I, that all can be outsourced we're hiring people that have somewhat of an entrepreneurial mindset and and can really look at things at a higher level and that really like you know when I did things when I was the one building and talking to the subcontractors and talking to all these people and doing paying the bills and all that you know at one point in time I was a one-man show 
when I did all that stuff, you know, I was good at multiple things, but I wasn't great at anything, if that makes sense. So now as as I'm able to expand, build my company, and hire these manager-type roles, like VP of construction and project managers at high levels, um, these people are much better than I am in those particular one particular space instead of uh, just you know me doing everything good I can hire somebody great at one little set part and they just master their part right and it allows me to be able to okay that person's doing that at much higher level than I've ever done it and it allows me to excel of course now let's talk about some learning curves because You've been in the game for a while now. Um, I'm, I'm sure in the beginning it wasn't, you know, all, all sweet and roses everywhere. But uh, throughout throughout your period of time of investing, has there ever been those times that uh, you run into a bunch of problems and, and you're trying to figure out how to overcome them or you take a loss on, on some type of situation? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's yeah. business, right? Yeah. I mean, if I would say no to that question, your reply should immediately be that you haven't been in business long enough or you're not really doing what you're saying you're doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. We've had massive losses and in, in, on deals because of you kind of get caught in a moment. And a lot of this is what's helped take me to this level by hiring these people better than me and specific to one piece of the business. Because when you are a one man operation, you're a solopreneur and you're, you, you're wearing all the hats you yeah. make mistakes a lot more often, right? People say, oh, I, I, I can't let go of that because I need to do it because I'm a control freak and I need to make sure that's being done. Well, you're also, you know, paying the bills, talking to contractors, going out and getting materials, doing this, doing this. You know, it's like, you're, you're human. It's not possible. Yeah. And I promise you there's somebody out there that can do it a hell of a lot better than you can do it, right? right. So, I mean, we've had deals that we've lost over 100 grand on. Our lenders got paid, we lost our ass, but we're not just doing one deal. So by doing multiple deals at, at one particular time, I mean, we could take a loss on this. It's not an average thing. I mean, we haven't lost money in probably two and a half years, but it was one of those things where we went into another area and really didn't do the proper due diligence, more or less listen to some realtors Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Buy this house. It's going to be great. You do this and this and this to it and you can sell it for this much. And they didn't know the area and I didn't do my due diligence well with them. I was just like, we're just buying like crazy. And I'm like, okay, let's get this rolling. And bottom line at the end of the day, I mean, the lesson learned on that one is that I didn't do my research into seeing who my buyer was. Every single area that you do, that you build in, you rehab, whatever, you know, rental properties, whatever, you have to know who's going to end up in that house. Yeah. You have to know before you start. So I built that property and it wasn't a new build. It was a rehab. It was a major rehab addition, ripping part of the roof off, you know, a section of it, um, opening it up, you know, just, I mean, it was a major, major overhaul. Right. And I went into this looking, thinking that I was going to get like the hipster new type of family and, you know, they were going to want, you know, certain things that they wanted to be up, head of the master upstairs with the, with the kids. Like I thought that that's what that neighborhood was. 
Unfortunately, that did. wasn't the actual avatar that ended up oh, coming to play. Man, no, every single response on that was, it needs to have a first floor master. Um, we're retired. It was like the complete opposite. So everybody in that neighborhood, it was on a golf course community. So what I learned is that there was a couple different sections of this golf course community. And my section had that I bought in had more of the retirees. I had heard that they were the picture that I had painted, but that was the other section that was like five blocks over. Yeah. And it just like we couldn't sell this house. We kept dropping the price, dropping the price, dropping the price. Guess who ended up buying a house? Huh. Exactly the person I described that I thought was going to buy the house, but they came out of DC and um, this was, they didn't know the area just like I didn't know the area and they went in and bought, bought the property. And to them, this was the most amazing thing because they left this little condo that had um, the size of a napkin as a backyard. And they, they just thought like, this was suburbs. This was great. Like it was perfect for them. Right. Cool. That's good. But, but that was after I had the thing on the market for six months and I dropped the price and dropped the price and dropped the price. And then they, you know, when the pre when a property is on the market for a long time, people yeah. know that they can take advantage of you, and they know that you're you're desperate and that you need to sell it. So they give a low ball offer, and you know what? At the end of the day, you got to get out of the property if that's your only offer. Yeah, you got to you got to make it work. You got to make it work. So yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I I try to everybody that reaches out. I have a decent amount of people that reach out to me on a daily basis that are looking to get into real estate investing, and I I really try to make them focus on the due diligence is so, so important. And that, that groundwork, um, you know, the, the, the foundation of what you're about to build, it's very important to, to get the right education and, and do your due diligence the proper way, because, um, taking advice from realtors, it's one thing to take advice from people, but then just verify after. And, um, and sometimes, you know, we'll get caught up in, in uh, and just taking the advice from people because you, you get to know, like, and trust them. Yep. But, um, and they might have the good heart behind it, but at the end of the day, they might just be uninformed or, or uh, just, it's not their money that they're, they're putting into it. So that's what it comes down to right there. <laughs> yeah. So it's very important to do your own, your own uh, due diligence. Uh, very cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So where, um, like, what would you recommend to some newbies getting started on, you know, in investing and how to make it kind of on autopilot? So, yeah, absolutely. Um, I wish I had somebody make this recommendation to me back in 2002 and, and allowed me to see the light on that because I would have done it in a minute and I'd be in a whole different place right now. I probably would have that big house on the side of the cliff and Redondo, Redondo Beach or something. Yeah. Um, I love Manifest that, it, by the way. Manifest it. It's called. Yeah. <laughs> but, but now, you know, we started a little bit late and uh, it is what it is. But I mean, I think the first thing is find somebody who's doing what you want to do at the highest level and hire them. Hire them as a coach. Like, it's like, okay, you know, it might cost 20000 25000 50000 whatever, 10000 whatever it is. You know what? You're. I promise you, you're gonna lose a hell of a lot more money than that if you don't hire this person and learn, or 
it could be a person, it could be an event, it could be, um, or uh, what am I talking? Like a company, like a, a education company, it can be all kinds of different things. Yeah. So it's you know get with those people and and pay them because you can't afford not to have them. Yeah. You're at gonna lose the, more. At the end of the day, all of the information that you'll ever need in the world is pretty much out there already for you. Uh, it's just it comes down to retaining it all as well as really when you run into certain situations all the education in the world isn't actually going to help you with that like on-site type of um, training or whatever whatever that you need you need to take action right away and solve problems and adjust right away so learning and getting that advice from somebody that's already been there and has done it um, successfully a dozen times or more then it really, it helps you tremendously um, cut the whole learning curve in half as well as your time not wasted and gets you to your success point, your goals a hell of a lot sooner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason to reinvent the wheel, right? So, I mean, somebody's already done it and you can, you might be able to do it better than they have actually done it in their time because you started from that point and then if you just have that mindset, you can take it a whole new level so yeah I mean number one advice get a coach get a get an education platform get something some people to follow and don't try to reinvent the wheel yeah so true I love it cool so uh, what is your future kind of hold for you like what, where do you see yourself in the next five ten years where do I where do I see myself <laughs> I'm not sure what state or country yet but <laughs> Uh, where do I see myself? So, I mean, we have multiple different businesses. I would say that um, I would say that uh, our building company, there is the way I'm building it, and a lot of this started from a book that I read. It's called Build to Sell or Built to Sell, one of the two. Mm, okay. uh, build to Sell, and it's basically like build your your company as as if one day you're going to sell this company to somebody. Mm. whether you have the intention to do that or not like most people everybody should build their company that way right and that way you know basically what that comes down to what that really means is that you are building a systemized company that you own it doesn't own you that you can live a life and still have like how many people do you know that own businesses and really they don't own a business the business owns them they're the slave to their business right so well Built to sell, um, uh, wrote that wrote that book, and it just there was another thing. I mean, every book I read, every event I go to, there's some kind of mindset shift, right? Something that I learned and took away from it and ran with it. So, I see not selling my company. I have no interest in selling my company. Why would I sell something that's pretty much on autopilot? Man, yeah. it'd be silly. Just uh, it's basically like free money, right? So I see myself as taking this. Um, comp- that company nationally going into other markets okay. potentially, but you know, just have to see how things go at that particular time. I, I know that we can do it. Um, it's just a matter of at that particular time whether I want to do it. But that's something that I think that we'll probably end up doing is going into other markets, growing this business in that way, um, and potentially even going national okay. on that. Um, on as far as Tab Retreat, Tab Retreat has multiple different products between myself and my partners, um, different consulting 
that we do um, more or less 2.0 type things. We don't teach people how to flip a house or, or anything like that, but we are getting ready to start teaching people on how to do new builds. But most of those people have been flipping, been real estate investors for a while and want to get into that space. So that's something that we're going to be, uh, be teaching. Um, we have other training programs on basically doing what I've done. I've got training programs going to come out on um, scaling and automating your business, hiring A players to get to that point to where you can own your business, right? So um, how, can, how can people find that? So follow us on tabretreat.com. Go to our uh, Facebook page, which is Tab Retreat for Real Estate Investors, and uh, request to join and just start watching. I mean, it's as far as consulting, anybody can reach out to me at any time. Find me on Facebook and message me. Uh, Terry Thayer uh, is my name, T-H-A-Y-E-R, and uh, message me and we can talk about uh, different things that we offer. And it might be something that I'm not the right fit, and maybe Anthony's the right fit or Bob's the right fit, but somebody within the three of us could help you take your business to the next level, I guarantee it, or it might be a mixture of all three of us. And then we have the other part, which Bob handles mostly, is uh, the digital marketing agency so we can help you um, take your online business to the next level as well. So we have a lot of different products, a lot of different things. I'm going to be writing a book soon, um, signed up with Maddox Publishing. They were Did a sponsor okay. at our last uh, tab retreat. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, excited to just find a good probably you know two or three weeks to – dedicate to that and get that book written you've written a book right yeah yeah action driven i, I did it in a week you can do good. it in in less i promise <laughs> okay good good yeah, so um yeah action driven so about this book it, it's really about you know I, i've always been kind of labeled as that person that takes action throughout my life and i realized that there's so many people that struggle with taking action and building that momentum so I kind of listed in here uh, a lot of stories, storytelling of my life and certain stories in there that uh, will be very impactful so people can get to know, like, and trust me. But also yep. within the book, uh, there's going to definitely be tons of content on what I do on a daily basis that helps people, um, helps me build momentum to take action and keep moving forward and hitting my goals. So I've had dozens of people reach out to me with amazing testimonials that, uh, went from suicidal watch to, you know, reading this book and actually saved their life several times. So very, very okay, crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I checked that off my bucket list <laughs> and uh, very, Good very enough. excited for that. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to read your book. Um, have, have you thought about doing it on audio or have you done it on audio? I haven't yet. Um, I, I thought about it at first, but I haven't put too much time or uh, energy into thinking further into that. Remember Grant, I think Grant's first book, he just read it off and he didn't do it in a professional studio or anything and yeah. didn't really have some good editing, but he, what's, what's, what does Grant say? Just, you know, get it done, take action, right? That's take exactly. action, action that's, driven. That's what I'm telling you, bro. I'm, I did exactly <laughs> that. I, I got yeah. motivated from an, from an old uh, mentor of mine. And once he heard my story, he was like, bro, you got to put it out there and you'll, you'll never know how many lives you can change until your story's out there. So yep, I get right. real raw and vulnerable in this one and, uh, and there's tons of content in there. So it's good stuff. Also, if you're impatient like me, <laughs> then you can, you can jump right to the back to all the, all the good juicy content and, and uh, just skim through a couple pages and 
and be able to build that momentum. So it's good stuff. Cool, man. Yeah. So I would say the last uh, thing that we really started pushing is our for purpose part of our business. And um, we, what that looks like is, so in our company, we just, um, in our, our, our building company, we just launched, um, what was it, last month? Or, no, it had to be about two months ago. We just launched where for every 25 homes that resell, we're going to build a home for a family partnering up with somebody like Habitat or a veteran type, type base uh, company because they're going to be the ones that vet out the homeowner and do all that stuff and get them qualified. And we're going we're gonna to build the home and, and donate it through one of those uh, two um, or one of those types of uh, companies, non nonprofits. I so love that. Yeah, so that's one thing that we're doing. Another thing, um, a friend of mine here that lives here in San Diego, he has, um, not sure what to call it. We're going to actually visit him tomorrow. They have in Tijuana, they have homes for boys and then homes for girls uh, that were caught up in sex trafficking. Okay, yeah. So they 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 have these uh, homes that they brought them in, and you know they're they're helping them out and educating them and um, doing all kinds of stuff. So we're gonna start supporting that somewhere. We're not sure where we're gonna fit that in, but we're gonna start supporting it. I have some ideas. We're gonna talk about it tomorrow. Bounce some things off of them, and uh, some ways that we can support that as well. Yeah. Tie it with one of our companies. Okay. I, I don't know if I was talking to you about it in the past, but uh, I, I might know this gentleman. I, I've been told about this situation several different times. So very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, um, how can people reach out to you? I know yeah, I mean, the, the best, easiest way is Facebook. If, if okay. they uh, look me up on Facebook, um, uh, Terry Thayer, T-E-R-R-Y-T-H-A-Y-E-R message me there follow me there i've maxed out my my friends on my personal page but i also have a terry there business page public figure page that you can follow me on as well where we're starting to build that up and add more content into there and then last but not least tabretreat.com or tabretreat um for real estate investors on our facebook page i love it cool well very very thankful for you brother uh nothing but great content like always from you so uh, I know I know the listeners will definitely soak this in and take action on it. Um, well, so if thanks you guys, for having me on. Yeah, man, of course. If, uh, if you guys have any questions, you know, feel free to reach out to me on all types of social media. It's Brandon Elliott Investments. Um, you can check out my website as well, BrandonElliottInvestments.com. And uh, yeah, if you guys could do me a favor, I want to give you this book for free. I want to give it to you for free. All you got to do is um, go on to anywhere that you listen to uh, podcasts in general, iTunes, whatever it may be, and leave a review, screenshot it, and send it over to me on social media. And, uh, and I will send you this book, Action Driven, for free. So I definitely want to hook that up for you guys. Um, like I said, we're, we're very, very passionate about real estate investing and we want to show other people that are interested but have those limited beliefs why we're so passionate about it and what it has done for us and our families. So um, do me a favor, share this, like it, throw some hearts in, whatever it may be, comment and uh, get it out there to more people so they can, so they can get interested and plugged into real estate investing as well. But uh, Terry, thank you again, once again, brother. You're the man. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on.
course. All right, guys, till next time. God bless. This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.